0: Welcome to Session 1 of the Guide to Worship. First, let's review what we've learned and experienced thus far, being mindful of our two goals in this journey, which are to enjoy spiritual intimacy with God and each other. In previous sessions, we learned that an experience with the Lord begins with us giving Him our undivided attention, and the imaginary journeys we took were a means to that end. Then. We engaged with God by pray-reading the Prayer of Commitment and Bible passages corresponding to each part of the prayer. While reading, reciting, and reflecting on God's Word, we learned how to converse with the Lord and listen for answers to the questions, What are you revealing about yourself and me? How should I respond? As we turn our attention now to the Guide to Worship, know that we're building upon what we experienced while learning the prayer of commitment. Let's begin by reciting together the prayer. God, I realize that I have sinned and that my sin separates me from you. I come to you in repentance and I receive your forgiveness in Christ. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for me, and I join you in death to sin. I believe you rose from the grave for me, and I join you in resurrection to eternal life, which you give by grace through faith. I take you, Jesus, as Savior and Lord, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, forsaking all others and holding only to you throughout eternity, I give you my life and I receive your Spirit. In essence, the guide is the heart of the discipleship process. We encounter God at the heart level through worship, which is a deeply spiritual experience that unfolds when we take time to acknowledge God's greatness and appreciate His goodness. Entering into the presence of the Lord to hear Him speak is primary, and worship is a necessary means to that end. The guide to worship leads us to revere, honor, and adore the Lord by following a simple process. For me, after entering God's presence, often through an imaginary journey, I hear Him speak these words to me from Psalm 46, verse 10 Be still and know that I am God. Hear the Lord speak those words right now as I recite them again. Be still and know that I am God. With an attitude of worship at heart, let's read the first six attributes, noticing that the Bible references are personalized. This is because we are talking to God, not about God, Eternal, you exist forever and ever. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Creator, you made everything from nothing. In the beginning, you created the heavens and the earth. Sovereign, you reign over all creation. You are the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Lord, you rule all of creation. You have established your throne in the heavens and your kingdom rules over all. Holy, you are the perfect one. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of your glory. God, you are the only one. You are the first and the last. Besides you, there is no God. As you reflect on this experience, respond to the following questions What is worship? What must happen for worship to be meaningful for you? How did personalizing the scripture verses affect your worship experience? From the six attributes we just read, which one touched you most and why? Let's now focus on the first set of divine attributes in the context of worship, keeping in mind that the purpose of this experience is not just to know the attributes of God, but to know the God of the attributes by meditating thoughtfully and prayerfully on His divine nature. Close your eyes as I recite them, using your imagination to see what I say. Eternal. You exist forever and ever. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Imagine a self existent, uncreated being without beginning or end. Creator, you made everything from nothing. In the beginning, you created the heavens and the earth. Imagine this uncreated being creating all things out of nothing at all. Sovereign, you reign over all creation. You are the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Imagine an ultimate king with ultimate authority over everything and everyone. Lord, you rule all of creation. You have established your throne in the heavens and your kingdom rules over all. Imagine an ultimate Lord with command and control over everything and everyone. Holy. You are the perfect one. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of your glory. Imagine this Creator as perfect in every way and totally distinct from His creation. God, You are the only one. You are the first and the last. Besides You, there is no God. Imagine this Creator as having no equal, no peer, no rival, and no competition. Now open your eyes, and with a humble heart, as a result of this worship experience, join me in reading and thoughtfully reflecting upon the following three prayer requests. Cleanse me. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Lord, cleanse me from my sin. Imagine a holy God who is perfect in every way, forgiving your sin at His expense. Fill me. You say, be filled with the Spirit. Please, Lord, fill me. Imagine a sovereign Lord who is ruler of all, wanting to fill you with His Holy Spirit. Lead me. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Imagine an eternal creator who is the light of the world, revealing Himself to you. Let's pause to consider the first prayer request. The words, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, Lord, cleanse me from my sin, are adapted from Psalm 51 verse two, when David appeals for forgiveness after the Lord had convicted him through the prophet Nathan. We must bear in mind that we are no better than David because we are all guilty of sin. Therefore, like David, we must come to the Lord with a humble heart and an attitude of repentance. Authentic worship in spirit and truth, as Jesus states plainly in John 4, verse 24, is a means to that end. Reflect on this experience and respond to these questions. What was it like for you to transition from a time of worship to a time of prayer. What was most meaningful to you about this experience? What is most useful? How will you be more aware of your sin and quick to say, Lord, cleanse me? In the Guide to Worship, notice that each scripture reference in italics is either all or part of a Bible verse. For example, under Eternal, the text, From Everlasting to Everlasting, You are God, is the last portion of the verse, which is why it is identified as Psalm 90, verse 2c. The numbers 1 through 4 that denote following the immediate context, which is Psalm 90, verses 1 through 4. My recommendation is that if the Lord leads you to reflect on a particular attribute and its corresponding scripture reference, that you pray-read the entire verse in its context. Think of the guide to worship as a road with rest stops along the way. While engaged in worship, God might post a sign that says, Creator, rest stop, ahead. In such cases, pull over, and then focus on these words, Creator, you made everything from nothing. Follow up by prayer reading Genesis 1, verse 1, in context, which is verses 1 through 5. As you do so, feel free to personalize the passage to sound like this. In the beginning, you created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And your Spirit, Lord, was hovering over the surface of the waters. And you said, Let there be light. And there was light. You saw that the light was good and separated the light from the darkness. Now close your eyes and listen as I pray read those verses, using your imagination to see what you hear And keeping in mind these questions, Lord, what are you revealing in this passage about yourself and me? How should I respond to what you revealed? In the beginning, you created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And your spirit, Lord, was hovering over the surface of the waters. And you said, let there be light. And there was light. And you saw that the light was good and separated the light from the darkness. Now open your eyes and respond to the following questions. As you listen to Genesis 1 verses 1 through 5, With your eyes closed, what did you see? With this passage in view, what might a conversation with God sound like? Answer this question. Lord, what are you revealing about yourself and me? Answer this question, Lord, how should I respond to what you revealed? This ends my presentation of the Guide to Worship, Session 1. But our journey with the Lord in worship and His Word continues. As you meet one-on-one with God every day, be sure to keep meeting with fellow disciples to share your experiences with the Lord, and to encourage and pray for each other. And let's always remember that our goals are to experience spiritual intimacy with God and one another. Our assignment this week, which follows, is simply to practice what we're experiencing. Each day, recite and reflect on the Prayer of Commitment. Take an imaginary journey of your own that prepares you to worship the Lord. Worship in spirit and truth by reading and reflecting on the first six attributes. Pray through the last three items in the guide. Cleanse me, fill me, lead me. Converse with the Lord while pray-reading one attribute in context each day. And lastly, talk to at least one person this week about your experiences with the Lord.